Welcome to Celebration Church's podcast. We hope this helps you to know God better and trust Him more. To learn more about Celebration Church, please visit us at celebrationchurchlive.com. Okay, so Pastor Brandon and I have been away the last four days on a youth girls retreat. We have been, I want to say locked up, but I use that word because they think it's funny, but on a chrysalis. And we have been at Christ the King Retreat Center doing a, if you're 15 years or older and you're a youth girl and you wanted to go, you could go on this retreat. And we have had a blast. Miss Deb Lahone is the lay director. She has been working for years to put this year's Christmas together. We have a phenomenal group of young ladies that have been brought together from in the surrounding areas, Anson Angelo, all together to worship the Lord and to learn about him. Now, Bran is the spiritual director, and I'm going to really not be Miss Deb's friend anymore when we're done because that meant he couldn't be here this morning. And I knew that when she was picking him, and I thought in my mind, mm, that's going to leave Sunday morning open, but I'm just going to be quiet. Because I really felt like if you're quiet, they'll overlook you. <laughs> and so I just sat quiet. I didn't say anything. And one day, the dang son of mine, and I'm going to get him, said, hey, dude, who's preaching? And I oh, I'm going to yell him. Because I was sitting in the room, and I just sat there. And I was like trying to grab something to look at. <laughs> you know, how can I be like so into something else that I didn't really underhear him? And Brand said, oh, like he didn't already know. <clears throat> um, well, we need to figure that out. And I had already had something on my heart. And I was really upset with the Lord. I said, I already spoke. I spoke on Mother's Day. I had my turn. I did that on my own free will, Lord. I've already done that. We're good. But this thing just kept going in my spirit. And I really felt like he was just dealing with me on some things. And I was like, this is good. I'm really good. And Bran was like, cutie, you got anything? Lord's been dealing with you about I hadn't said a word. <laughs> oh. I was like, oh, no, I really don't. I'm pretty boring over here. Lay low. And he was like, yeah, really? Nothing? Nothing God's talking to you about? And I was like, oh, I, I can lie all day long, but my face tells the truth. And so I was like, well, yeah, but I really felt like that was a personal thing. And he was like, well, just tell me about it. What are you? And I was like, well, you have a series going on, and, you know, I don't want to interrupt that. Well, why don't you preach the next part of the series? I was like, oh, no. I don't really do well with that, getting your notes and trying to preach them. And he said, cutie, come on. What's on your heart? And I said, well, I said, honestly, I just really love our church. And he just looked at me, and he was like, well, I do, too. And I was like, no, like, I just really, really do. And I said, for about 
two months now, I have been kind of in awe of all that goes on around here. I, I, I'm real excited on Sunday mornings, and I have a hard time, like on Saturday night, you know, it's like Christmas Eve when you're a little kid. Saturday night, I'm like, let's get our clothes ready. I get the girls' clothes ready. I figure out what I'm going to wear. I mean, I'm getting things set. I start early so that we can hurry and get here. Now, I'm not ever here when I plan to be. But my computer's making noises. She's cute. Anyways, I try very hard to get here very early because I get so excited to see everybody's faces. Just watch you walk in the door. Now, this morning I was a little disappointed that y'all kept coming in. And I asked Lisa, I was like, why do they keep coming in? And she was like, because they heard your preaching. I was like, oh. But I was so, I get so excited. And he was like, cutie, what, what are some things about that? And so I have put together a few things that I would like to share with y'all that the Lord has shown me about each and every one of you. Now, getting together, I don't know how on the notes all of this goes. So, what is this doing? Here we go. Okay. One of these days I'm going to get, like, okay with her. She speaks a different language. Okay, so um, I decided to label this or title it, I Love My Church. I Love My Church. Um, getting together to worship should be something that stirs gratitude in our hearts. And when Brandon and I were talking and he was, you know, well, what does this do? I was like, I just get so excited and so happy. And, you know, I tell you all that. I get up here and I lose all train of thought because I'm so excited by the time I get here on greeting you all. I'm like, I don't know what I'm supposed to say. Every week I say the same thing. The same thing. I should have that down. But I get excited, over, over excited myself. And so I said, it's kind of like when we're planning a trip. Now, I have to tell you, I'm going to... This is a little bit, shows a little bit of my nerdy side, which I didn't think I had one. Brent's the nerd. But, and he's okay with that. He was the mathlete. Did any of y'all know that? Not an athlete. <laughs> mathlete. So, that's why he does the money. Because I just spin it. And he just counts it. As it's going. So, anyways, so, um, we plan trips, and I like to get on Priceline. I'm like, okay, I feel like we need to go out of town, which is about once a month. I do. And he says, cutie, you are like about every three weeks you need to go somewhere. And I'm like, I am. I am. I don't know. I like to go see things. So um, I get on Priceline probably about four times a week on a regular basis and make up places that I want to go. And I also get on Skyscanner. Lauren taught me about Skyscanner. Horrible, horrible favor that she did me. Because I look up flights. And then I tell Brandon, hey, guess what? <laughs> and he's like, I don't know what you're about to say. I say, we could fly to Florida for this amount of money. Why are you looking at that? And then we can stay at this hotel for this amount of money, for this many days. And he's like, we're not going there. But we could. <laughs> and I said, and we 
tents. They aren't going to want to go with you. We're not going, cutie. And so then when a real trip comes on, comes along, he's like, okay, you need to find us a place to stay. Yeah, I will. I'm on it. And I look through Priceline. Now, one of my favorite things to do is to find a fellow Priceline lover like Nat. Nat talks my language on Priceline. And we compare. Did you see that if you stay here, you I did. I saw it. <laughs> and then sometimes he finds something that I didn't find, and I am now challenged to find it because he cannot get a better deal than I did. His phone cannot speak a better language on Priceline than mine did. And it's an excitement, and we're going somewhere. And if the four of us are going somewhere, you better watch out because Nat's Priceline happy and I'm Priceline happy, and it's weird. And Brandon and Kim are like, just find a place. And Nat's like, but you could stay here. And I'm like, but this one's closer to this. And he's like, yeah, but this is a da da And I'm like, ah, so many choices. And it's exciting. And it's fabulous. And it stirs excitement in me. Colossians 3.16 says, Let the message of Christ dwell among you richly as you teach and admonish one another with all wisdom through psalms, hymns, and songs from the Spirit, singing to God with gratitude in your hearts. I feel like that explains a Sunday morning around here very well. We teaching and encouraging and singing to God. I love that my church is accepting. Romans 15, 7, accept one another, then just as Christ accepted you in order to bring praise to God. Just as our church has let me grow in this position. I didn't sit on the front row when we started out. I'm going to tell you that I was probably the loudest mouth in Brand's ear when we were talking about, should we start Celebration Church? Should we not? Should we do it? Should we not? I was like, oh, let's do it. You can do this. We can do it. Let's do it. And he pulled the trigger, and I went, I can't do this. <laughs> I mean, immediately. I was, all, all the things that, I was just like, he's great. He can do it. And then when we started at the theater, worship happened. I stood in the front row beside Brandon. Brandon went up to preach. I went and sat in the back. I was not sitting in the front row. And as, I don't know why, because that's just me. I didn't want to sit there by myself, and nobody else would sit up there. And as, and it, that there was a lot of responsibility the, to the person who sat on the front row. And I was going to not do that. I wasn't, it hit me. It was hard. And as I have walked this out, very slowly, I'm aware, there has been patience and acceptance for me to forcefully, Brennan says I'm dragging my heels, and he's pulling me. But however it goes, I have 
slowly move to the front row. And I stay there this time. But it's a lot. It's a lot to be the pastor's wife. I don't like that title either. I don't know what. I just want to be Krista. Married to Brandon. And we do this together. And that's because I also know that there's a lot of times that I've let a lot of people down. I have. Oh, crud. And I don't mean that to pull at you and be like, oh, Krista. No, I know it. I know it. And it's one of those things. It's very hard. It's a hard position to accept because I know it's going to come. But I'm human. And one of the things that I hate the most is to then have to accept the fact, or I've accepted it, but then have to, I don't want to say admit, but maybe that's the word for it, that that it's happened. I don't want to let you down. And so I love that our church is accepting of the fact that for someone like me and anybody else who wants to drag their heels, we are allowed to take our time as God calls us out to step up into a new area. I will not push you. You know, when they told me that I had, they suggested that I needed to start doing the greeting, I, I argued big time. I was like, you have to be kidding me. Nobody wants to, I don't need a greet. That's fine, I'm good. And they were like, Krista, you really need a greet. It really doesn't need to be just Brandon. And I was like, ah, the worship leader can do it. They got this. They were like, no, you need to do it. And I was like, oh, just let somebody else do it. Somebody, I, Whoever was pushing me, I was like, you go do it. You take the mic, you go do it. You think it needs to be done so well. I'll go to the nursery. And they're like, come on. So it took like five weeks. And one week, they just sideswiped me. Brian goes, go up there and greet them. And I went, okay. And I was, oh, really? And so then I was, I was stuck. And so then I did it. And then he was like, see, it wasn't that bad. I was like, it was awful. It was awful. I stumbled over my words. I still stumble over my words today. And... You know what? I'm so appreciative that y'all forgive me for that. Romans 14.1 says, Accept the one whose faith is weak without quarreling or over disputable matters. Now, I'm going to tell you, I argued with Brandon over that scripture because I said, my faith is not weak. My flesh is not wanting to do it. And he said, no, but not everybody who walks through the door is at the place where, I mean, we've seen people when we were at the theater that they would look at each other and be like, are we really doing this? And you could see them from the inside. And they go, and it took everything they had to open the doors just to come in. Just to come in. I, lo- I so marveled at those people. I was like, you're my heroes. I understand that. What a marvelous step of faith that took to just take everything it took to open the doors. Open the doors. Then think of how what it took to choose a seat. <laughs> we as a church need to continue to be a safe place for people to grow. Well, hold on, she skipped me. I'm really sorry. I love that my church oh, is forgiving. Thank you for forgiving that. This is so awkward. 
Colossians 3.13, bear with each other and forgive one another. If any of you has a grievance against someone, forgive as the Lord forgave you. Now, this is a very funny story. When Carson was probably, I don't know, three, four, the boys had dart guns and a lot of Nerf darts. It was Nerf guns and Nerf darts, and they were everywhere at our house, everywhere. I opened the refrigerator, they were in there. I opened, it didn't matter, I opened the washing machine, they were in there. They were everywhere, and I was tired of it. I was so sick of it. So I went and bought them Nerf swords. Totally better. I'm not going to find them everywhere. And so one day, the oldest child in the house, we all know who I'm talking about, <laughs> got a hold of the Nerf sword. And he takes it, and he's going through the house and just whacking all the boys, probably some of the girls too, Lyndon and Brooklyn. And he goes up to Carson, and he obviously does not know his own man strength, and hits, I'm not laughing at it, <laughs> hits him hard, hard, and Carson crumbles, and I'm sitting there, and I'm like, are you kidding me, and Brand's like, Carson, I'm sorry, and he just drops the sword in the whole moment, and Carson gets himself together, and he's Brian's like, Carson, Carson, I'm so sorry. And, you know, Carson's like, it's okay, Dad. You know, and all that. And I'm like, it's not okay. It's not okay. You're an adult. And I, I constantly say, do I really have eight children? And it's true. Sometimes I do. And probably sometimes Brand does too. But don't tell him that. Anyway, so Brand picks up the sword and gives it to Carson, and he goes, here, Carson, hit me. Just hit me hard. And he braces himself. And I looked at him, and I mean, he has got himself braced. Hit me, Carson, hit me. And I'm like, dude, why are you bracing yourself? He's like four. And you're like, I can't even remember how old he was. Probably in his 30s. And I, so then I said, hit him, Carson! Hit him! I mean, I'm just down there in them, in their faces. And I said, hit him, Carson! Hit him! And I'm in it, and I'm just yelling at Carson, hit him! Whack him hard! Take a whack at Weezer, Carson! From my favorite movie. That just left me. What's it called? Still Magnolias, yes. That movie is so quotable. Anyways, Brand's like, I'm not Weezer. And I said, you are right now. And I'm like, hit him. Hit him, Carson. And Carson goes, throws the sword aside. And I'm like, so disappointed in my son. <laughs> then he goes, here's what I'm going to bring. And he runs over and grabs his dad and hugs him. I love you, dad. I don't care that you hit me. I love you, Dad. And we're all bawling 
mess. And I'm like, I am the worst person ever. I did not take this opportunity to teach my son forgiveness. I was teaching him to hit his dad and call him Weezer. And Brian was over there just kidding. And I was like, we are so horrible. And Carson, at four years old, teaches all of us something. And I'm like, I, I was like, I'm ashamed. But I'm so proud in my shame. My, I was like, son, why? why? He's like, mom, I don't want to hit my dad. I just want to love him. And I was like, aw, aw. I mean, we're all just bawling. And I love it that we are a forgiving church. I believe we have to be forgiving. I believe that to be people who are growing in God and to be people who are going which way forward from here, we're really looking for our next step. My next step is off the stage. Your next step is where? We're all looking for that next step. I never foresaw after Mother's Day that I would be doing this. And when the Lord started dealing with me, I was like, oh, really? I wasn't ready for that. I feel pretty good that I had my yearly preaching done. But you know what? As soon as he started dealing with me, and even though Brennan hadn't really said anything, I really felt like that was my next challenge. Which way forward from here? I was like, I'm going to have to go up there and do it again. Ah, not that I don't want to speak to you, but it's so, it's a big deal. I don't want to mess up. But I love it that we are forgiving. If we run out of coffee, I love it that y'all are forgiving. If there isn't a sprinkled donut and you really wanted one, I love it that y'all are forgiving. I love it. I love it that my church is loving. 1 John 4, 11. Dear friends, since God so loved us, we also ought to love one another. I don't know if any of y'all, some of y'all saw it, but a few weeks ago, it's been circling around for a while, but there was an article on Facebook, and I don't normally read really long things. I'm going to tell myself here. I like to start a magazine at the end and work my way forward. I don't know why. I feel like that there's something there waiting for me, and I want it first. I, it's goofy, but that's what I do. And so long articles on Facebook are really hard for me because you can't really start at the end. It doesn't make sense. And so I have to wait for some good amount of time to be able to read it. And so there was an article on Facebook, and it circled around a few times. A few people shared it, and I was like, oh, I really need to read that. And it came around again. I was like, dang, I really wanted to read that. I'm going to go back and read that. And then finally somebody tagged Brandon and I in it, and I was like, Okay, Lord, and I just made time right then, and I read it, and I shared it, because it was talking about, it was a, I believe it was a wife, talking about how her husband has made space for her to grow as a wife and as a person in their relationship, and I, I shared it, and I don't know what I said, but it was such a good, good 
good story. And um, one of the members of our church commented, and he said, I feel like Celebration Church does this very well in giving everybody space to grow. And so <clears throat> Brandon and I talked about that a little, and I said, you know, I said, not to get all sappy because I don't like to cry, but I really feel like that I've been allowed that space, that we love each other enough that, you know, I really didn't feel any condemnation last time that I told y'all that I didn't cuss in preparing my sermon for Mother's Day. There were tears, but I didn't use any, I didn't throw fit. And I forgot to tell y'all, there was nothing this time. No tears, no bad language. I know, y'all are probably wondering who I am. I was too. I said, wow, this just kind of fell together. And it was wonderful, but I'm talking about y'all. So, I mean, it couldn't, I couldn't have all of that. It fell together. And one of the things that I love in that article was the lady was talking about how she was given the space to grow as a person. Now, I'm going to tell you, as a wife, it has taken me a while to learn how to be a good wife because I was not raised with a dad. So I did not have an example of how a mom or a wife should act. I didn't know that. I mean, it's kind of, to me, I think it should just happen. You should just know, but some things don't just happen. Like, I had to learn how to do the laundry. Well, I figured, I just kind of thought that just, so I just would know how to do it. And I looked at that thing, and I was like, how much soap do you use? How much, you know, there's things like that. And so when it comes to being a wife and being a helpmate and being a all the things that I'm called to be to Brandon, I look at him sometimes and I think, I don't know how to do this still at 23 and a half years. Sometimes he pulls a fast one on me and leaves me stumped. And then sometimes I can get it done before he gets the words out of his mouth. There's times that he'll walk around the house grunting and he doesn't even realize it. And I'm like, what happened? What is going on? Why are you grunting? And he's like, how do you know? And I was like, you were grunting. What does that grunt mean? And he's like, well, and whatever. It's, it's usually not much, but it's just him processing. And, and he likes, you know, and he wants to share it, but yet he doesn't realize that that's what's going on. And as a wife, she was talking about how she was so in awe of how her husband had given her the grace, the space to learn how to be that woman for him. And I said, I love it that our church does that. That one week we, let's say the computers are down at the kiosk, which we all know that technology is supposed to be phenomenal. And the day we can work all week and on Sunday mornings, it will not. I do not know why that happens. But it does. And I love the fact that there's not a lot of people in our face yelling, you don't have the kiosk working. And every time we come, the kiosk, no, we just go with the flow. And I appreciate that. And you know what that shows is that there's grace 
And there's space for each of us to grow in the Lord and step up and take the steps that we need to in our places where God has called us to do. Everybody has a place. Everybody has a spot. I love it. I love it. I love it that there are people who want to play instruments and do all that. And Nat, who could probably do all of it in a one-man thing, gives everybody a chance. I love it. And we have a rotation. That is awesome. Anybody want to rotate on the greeting? I'm going to start one. But he's got a wise idea there. Brilliant man. But I love it that there's places. There's space to grow. There's spaces to do, show your talents. There are space, there's space to do what you do and to grow into it and to shine. I love that. I love that the Celebration Church family shines. This weekend at the Chrysalis, I did not realize because the first night you have to say your name and what church, there's several things. And then at the end of it, you say what church you go to. And we were heavy on the team of Celebration Church people. And I was like, oh, we're shining. We're shining bright at this Christmas. It's, it's nice. It's nice to see that people are shining in their giftings. And there's space for you to do that. Yes, we could be a one-man band. I'm convinced that Nat could do that. He may not want to. But why, when we have such talent and such a place for everyone to do what God has given you as a gifting? I love it that there's that here. I love that my church is active. That kind of goes with that, that I like that everybody is involved. I like it that we get questions all the time. Where can I get involved? What, what, where do you need me? What are your giftings? Hey, do you have space for me here? We got space for you anywhere. Anywhere you have a talent, we have space for you. We will make it. We will make room for you. Why? Because that's how it's life-giving. It's life-giving. I love that when we have small groups going, that we have large small groups. And I like it that everybody is sharing during the week and learning a little deeper about what the preaching is or a little deeper on what their Bible study is. Galatians 5.3 says, You, my brothers and sisters, were called to be free, but do not use freedom to indulge the flesh. Rather, serve one another humbly in love. And last but not least, I love that my church is full of cheerleaders. I am going to tell you, this morning... Connie Blocker was my cheerleader because I walked in a little bit apprehensive and she was like, well, hi, Miss Krista. I thought you were at the Christmas. I said, I was not saying a word about why I'm here, not owning up to this at all. And Nanny Kay goes, Miss Krista, are you preaching today? And who told you? And Connie said, oh, Miss Krista, I love it when you preach. And she just started building me up. And I was like, oh, I'm like 5'7 now. She made me feel better. I like it that everybody is encouraging. I like it that when my family is out one day, I don't know, a week or so ago, the girls were out. I think Carson was with them. And they ran into a member of the church. And he started talking about how he didn't 
really liked church before he came here. And I was a little nervous at first when they started telling me the story that he didn't like church. I was like, oh. And he, they started talking about, Mom, and he said that he really likes our worship and he likes that huggy time and he used to not like that. And I was like, I understand not liking that. <laughs> and he really likes it now. And you know what it did for my kids? Because when we left and went on the road, we sat together and brainstormed. At the time, there were just seven of us. And we brainstormed on what we saw if we had a church, what it would look like. What were the things we loved? What were the things we didn't? And when you share those things with my kids and my family, it's, it's their dream. It was their dream. And they get to see a part of what they had a part of touching your life. It's a big deal. And I love it that you encourage each other. It's huge. It's huge. I love it. We are a family. When we did bought the building, the one thing I was the most excited about was that we could really connect and be a church family. We are a family. We make memories together every Sunday after church, before church, during church. That's what we do. We should be in each other's lives, encouraging each other, cheering for each other, praying for each other. That's what we do. Celebration Church, y'all are phenomenal. If you are missing something, we got a space for you. We have a space for you. Don't miss it. Don't think that your spot's not there. It's there. You kind of got to wiggle around to find it. It's there. Don't have your blinders on. I had my blinders on. I didn't see it. It's there for you. We will fight for you. We will fight with you. We will not fight against you. But we will cheer you on however it is. And I love it. I love it that every, people come up to me every Sunday morning. I can't wait to hear what you're going to say. I said, oh, I can't either. I don't know. We'll see. Sometimes it's nothing in the brain. And when there's nothing, I usually tell you, oh, I'm nothing today. I love that God encourages us in his word. I love that you can't read one thing in that Bible and not leave it feeling loved, encouraged, and strengthened. And I feel like that's what it should be when you come here. Thanks for listening to this week's message from Celebration Church. We hope you'll stay connected by following us online. You can find us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter.